it's that time again. Welcome back to the Red River Rising. Today we're going to get into a brand new topic of discussion, and I'm pretty excited about this. I very rarely, Rick, come up with any type of our lessons that we do. You normally have these, but this came to me a few weeks ago, as a matter of fact, and I think we were actually having another podcast when I, I said, I think this is what we're going to talk about soon to come. Mm-hmm. And what we're going to discuss today is what type of influencer are you? We're going to look at uh, a specific uh, Bible uh, story that we get to see exactly how our actions and our attitude can influence those those, uh, those around us. And uh, folks, I'm Pastor Mike, and I'm here with Rick Salcida, our, our author, and we are excited about it. And Rick, let's get into it, man. What do you say? Yep, I'm. Um, it was a very good uh, lesson plan you came up with about how uh, we can influence other people and how God can use us as influencers and. I love this example of using Daniel yes. you know, in, in Daniel's life and how he influenced his uh, associates. That's right. That's right. We all hear stories of, of Daniel, but, uh, you know, sometimes we don't really put the two together, I don't think, of how Daniel and uh, his buddies were all impacted just off mm-hmm. of Daniel himself here. And mm-hmm. that is what we're going to look at. So we're gonna actually yeah. going to start in the book of Daniel then. Yeah, and that, this is uh, the backstory on this is uh, Israel and, and Judah have been – uh, invaded by Babylon and, and conquered, right. and the Israelites were uh, taken cap- captive into the land of Babylon. Yes, sir. And then the king of Babylon said, "Give me the best of the best right. from the Hebrews, yeah, and train them up to be advisors and administrators in my government." Yes. And so that's where we pick up here in verse six. Yeah, that sounds great, and that's exactly what he did. He wanted the cream of the crop to come over to, with the Chaldeans there. So, all right, well, I'll read here. Uh, get it started in Daniel. We're going to be in chapter 1, and we are going to start here at verse 6. And uh, I'm reading out of the New King James Version that I have here. But um, now from among those of the sons of Judah were Daniel. Now, I always butcher these, right? <laughs> so Hananiah, Mashel, and Azariah, okay? Otherwise known as Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. We'll see that in a little bit. To mm-hmm. them, the chief of the eunuchs gave names. He gave Daniel the name of Belteshazzar, to Hananiah, Shadrach, to Mishael, Meshach, and to Azariah, Abednego. Verse 8, but Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself. Now, let let me kind of catch you up with this. Now, Daniel, uh, when they got taken and captive into this, one of the things here that we're going to talk about is what the requirements were of these that were captured. right? And this is where we're going to see Daniel right off the gate here kind of set a tone. It's a great tone. But Daniel purposed in his heart that he would not defile himself with the portion of the king's delicacies, nor with the wine which he drank. Therefore, he requested of the chief of the eunuchs that he might not defile himself. Now, God had brought Daniel into the into the favor and goodwill of the chief of eunuchs. And the chief of the eunuchs said to Daniel, now check this out. I fear my lord, the king, who has appointed your food and drink. For why should he see your faces looking worse than the young men who are your age? Then you would endanger my head before the king. Now that's something else there, isn't it, Rick? Yeah, and this is where David, he doesn't want to uh, violate the kosher diet that God had given the Israelites at that point in time. That's right. And, you know, the king was saying, you know, give him the royal diet. So, you know, in the king's mind, this is what what was healthy and good and stuff. Mm -hmm. But, you know, there was probably a lot of things, ham. Yeah. You know, they didn't, they didn't eat pork. Right. You know, the kosher diet didn't allow that. 
but I'm sure the Babylonian diet did. Yeah. You know, so David didn't want to defile himself. He wanted to stay faithful to God and to his faith. That's right. The way he was, he was brought up. And so he took, he had the courage and he had the faith to confront the chief eunuch. Yeah. And you know, and I'm sure that he didn't know that he had favor and goodwill of the chief eunuch until after this. Yeah. Uh, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. he actually stepped out on face to go talk to that eunuch and with that found these things that God had placed already in his path. But without that courage to step out in it, he may have not have known that either. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, see, so God already made a way and he didn't even, you know, he may not have necessarily seen that at the time. That's right. And you know, it, it would be a huge slap on the face because like I said, this was actually, it said a portion of the king's delicacies. Now this wasn't just normal food that was prepared. The king actually was trying to honor them mm-hmm. with this saying, Hey, you're getting a portion of the best of the best too. Yeah. And uh, to, to say that I don't want any of that. It's pretty rough, especially when we see kind of the character of King Nebuchadnezzar here play out. Mm-hmm. But uh, but anyway, yeah, so so point number one, Daniel stands up for what's right, right out the gate. Yep. Yep, amen. Well, let's move on then. Go ahead, Rick, pick us up there. Okay, we're going to pick up in verse 17, and it says, As for these four young men, God gave them knowledge and skill in all literature and wisdom, and Daniel had understanding in all visions and dreams. Now, at the end of the days, when the king had said that they should be brought in, the chief of eunuchs brought them in before Nebuchadnezzar. Then the king interviewed them, and among all, and among them all, none was found like David, Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, before they served before the king. Therefore they served before the king. Mm-hmm. And in all matters of wisdom and understanding about which the king examined them, he found them ten times better than all the magicians and astrologers who were in all his realm. Thus, Daniel continued until the first year of King Cyrus. Yes, indeed. Yeah. What stands out to you right there, Rick? Something jumped out of me off the page. Yeah. Well, um, backing up just a little bit, when the chief eunuch um, hesitated mm-hmm. to let them have the kosher diet, you know, God gave Daniel an idea. That's right. That's yeah, right. We didn't talk about that, did yeah. we? He said, let, let us try this for 10 days. Mm-hmm. And if, if we look worse than the others... Um, Call it off. We'll do it your way. Yeah. And so, you know, a lot of times if we just, if we step out in faith and give God an opportunity and room uh, room to act, Mm -hmm. he will. You know, Daniel was also very considerate to the eunuch's plight here. Did you get that? Yeah. You know, when the eunuch's saying, hey, man, it's not, I'm liking you. You're my buddy. Yeah. But, you know, this ain't just your head on the chopping block. You're potentially putting mine on there, too. Right. You know, Daniel took that into consideration when he talked to him and said, hey, okay, well, now look, how about if we do this? Let's test God in this. Let's not test God. Let's allow God to show himself through this. Mm-hmm, and exactly. if we'll do that, let's just let that happen. And if and, and if it's your way, so be it. But within 10 days, you'll be able to tell and neither one of us will be on the chopping block, right? Let's right. just give God that room. Yeah. And that's what happened. Yeah. yeah. And that's what happened. And, and, you know, God honored that faith and that courage and they were uh, just as healthy as all the others. That's right. And then at the end of their training, they were 10 times smarter than all the others right. as well. So God's favor was on them. Yep. God's anointing was on them. Now, I do want to put this in a little bit of context for today, Rick, and this might be controversial, and that may be what it is, guys. But, uh, you know, there was a purpose for Daniel. Sometimes we get off in this realm and we go to this works phase of this. We look at this and say, oh, well, you know, Daniel only did this, and he only ate these foods. 
right? And this was it. And look how healthy he was because he ate these foods. It's not because of the foods that he ate. It's because of the favor of God for his obedience was on him during this whole time. I know that's going to be a controversial statement, but that's okay with me because I see too many people too often take something out of application with that and apply it in their own lives and then it not work. Because mm-hmm. I know some people who don't eat meat who are very sickly. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I know some people who eat nothing but meat who were very sickly. Yeah. The point is not really of what you're eating. The point was that God was the motivation behind what he was doing, right. which ought to be the same for us whenever we're in fasting and praying, yeah. whether it be a Daniel fast, any other type of fast for that yeah. too. Yeah, and I like your point that it was Daniel's obedience that pleased God, right. and, and, and God turned around and blessed him. Yeah. It wasn't the specific food that he ate. That's right. Because there's two or three times in the Bible where God changed Yes, that's right. The diet of people. Absolutely. Yeah, all the way into the New Testament, Mm -hmm. which, you know, don't, don't call anything that I create defile. Yeah. You know, that's right. Yeah. So, all right. Well, let's move on then. Let's, let's, we backed up. Let's bring us back up here. So 17, um, we read all, we read through that here, uh, with the understanding. And then here's the deal with the wisdom piece. Uh, The 10 times blows me away, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, that just, that, 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 that tells me that God's favor is also magnified mm-hmm. on a huge scale for those as well. Yep. And those that were serving the one true living God had right. more wisdom and more knowledge than those that were serving worldly ways. That's right. That's or, right. you know, and it says uh, magicians so that, you know, some of them may have been even serving in the black arts. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's right. That's a good so, point. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those that were in the way of maybe demonic uh spiritualism and those that were in the way of the world weren't as wise as those who were serving the one true living God. Yep. Absolutely. Well, what we're seeing here is already we're seeing a pattern of obedience, dedication, and setting up for success. Mm-hmm. That's what I see continually from right out from the get-go with Daniel in this whole scenario mm-hmm. here, is that every time Daniel's obedient, and we see this repeatedly throughout the Bible, yeah, God is faithful to his word. Yeah. And that's really what we're seeing in Daniel's yeah. life. And it's like Daniel's main motivation was, I just want to please God. That's right. You know, whatever God wants me to do, I'm going to do my best to do it. That's exactly Regardless right. of the circumstances or what people around me are saying. That's right. So now we, this is where we need to be starting to take note of is Daniel's character. Okay. Cause all mm-hmm. character right now is what we're doing. We're not talking about integrity. Integrity is what you do when nobody's looking, but character are the things that you do that make you who you are. So right now, what we're seeing already coming out of Daniel is all these characteristics that we're going to see how they impact those around them. Right. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, let's move on here. Let's pick up in uh, verse 14. There. Okay. Uh, let me quickly go okay. over the backstory of that. Okay. Um, so the king has a dream mm-hmm. and it troubles him. And so he goes to all his advisors and he wants them to interpret it for him. Right. But he refuses to tell him what the dream was. That's right. Cause he, he's concerned if he tells him the dream, they're just going to make something up out of it. That's know? Cause these are pretty right. smart people here. Pretty witty, crafty people. Yes, indeed. So he's saying, you tell me what I dreamed and then you interpret it or else. And, and I think King Nebuchadnezzar knew, you know, well, he knew the character of those people around him too then, obviously, yeah. <laughs> you know. Yeah. Go ahead, brother. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to cut you off there. Yeah, and so the, so it picks up in verse 14. Chapter 2. I'm sorry. Now, yeah. Let me refresh that. It's chapter 2, verse 14. Mm-hmm. Yeah, go ahead. You want to read that? Sure. And it says, Then the counsel and wisdom, then with counsel and wisdom, Daniel approached Arioch, the captain of the king's guard, who had gone out to kill the wise men of Babylon. He answered and said to Arioch, the king's captain, 
Why is this decree from the king so urgent? And Arioch made the decision known to Daniel. So here, you know, the key, because they couldn't tell the king his dream and then interpret it, he put a death sentence on all of them. That's right. All his advisors and, and, and wise men. And that included Daniel and the, and his associates. That's right. And did you notice also that he said here, he said, why the decree from the king so urgent? We're going to find out uh, through reading through this and through the next couple of, of episodes that we have too. Uh, Nebuchadnezzar, always a sense of urgency with him, with these things. Got to be done now. How, now, now, now. And we're going to see that play out later on too. It's knee-jerk reactions from this guy. He's a very emotional driven individual of Nebuchadnezzar. And I love how Daniel, in the sight of emotion, is still rational. Yeah. You know, through all this. Yeah. I mean, he has the courage and faith to approach the uh, captain of the guard. That's right. That's hey, right. what's going on? Yeah. You know, fill me in. <laughs> yep. That's exactly right. That's exactly yeah. right. But yes, you know, when the, when all those folks and all these people now, all those, remember, those that were captured are also under death threat with them. Mm-hmm. You know, not just the Chaldeans, but also Daniel in this as well. Mm-hmm. So, yep. All right. Well, let's continue yeah. there. And, um. You know, you could say that he had faith to approach the king, but I think at this point he had nothing to lose. Yeah, I mean, you know, (laughs) know? I I agree with you. I agree with you. So uh, in verse 16, he went in and asked the king to give him time that he might tell the king the interpretation. And then Daniel went to his house and made the decision known to Hananiah, Mishael, and Azariah, his companions, that they might seek mercies from the God of heaven concerning the secrets, concerning this secret so that Daniel and his companions might not perish with the rest of the men of Babylon. And I find it interesting that Daniel goes to the king to ask for more time, but he's not begging him for mercy. Yeah. Who does he cry out to mercy for? To God Almighty. That's right. Because he knew, you know, God ultimately was in charge. Yeah. Yeah, I just love, I love Daniel in, in this, in this, uh, this whole story of the Bible here, and I love how he's already setting things up, him and his three guys. I'm excited to see what we got in it for next time, Rick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hate to do it, but that's it for today, man. We're at that, 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 uh, cutoff point. It's, it's time to, 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 to end for today, Rick. So get us on out of here, buddy. Well, thank you everyone for listening to Red River Rising, and we hope you got something out of it. Join us next time to find out what happens to Daniel and his, uh, all the other royal advisors. Until then, keep preparing your heart for the coming revival. Amen. 